0: You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network.
1: Everybody, you call us the robbery! you fucking pissed moans. I'm all allowed to shoot every motherfucking last one of you!
2: I just came back to your, the cameras. Like, Joel looks like... Like if you've ever seen those movies, like The Haunting, yeah. <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> guys. Or like, uh, guys, I think someone's in the house. <laughs> no, I feel, like it's, are, I feel like it's. Are you are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Another. Okay, scene so seriously,
2: why are you in a, a pillow fort in your in your? We made a pillow fort. I'm <laughs>
0: telling you, we were watching that episode of Community where Troy and Abed make a a pillow fort, or it's a a blanket fort, actually. And we were inspired. Oh, nice. It was like uh, 10 p.m. on a weekday. Are, are you in your
2: bedroom right now, or are you in the, the other room?
0: It's the same room that we usually record in. It's just been transformed magically through the sheets.
2: It looks like you're trying to keep it up with your head.
0: And clothespins. It's kind of touching my skull. I'll be fair. <laughs> I'm, I'm a tall guy. We've got something. Here, I'll, I'll show you it's a ba- That's It's a low bear in school. Got a little, uh, we got the lava lamp going?
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> This is where Joel reads his porno mags with the light. <laughs> under the blanket. And then the one-armed man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you guys see any good
2: movies? <laughs> I did actually see a good movie,
0: but we may be talking about it on the podcast next week, so I'm going a, I'm to a hold that yeah. back for a second. Oh, no. Oh, well, um, yes. I checked oh. out that uh, that King of Staten Island movie. Oh, I saw you post oh, about that. Yeah, geez,
2: yeah. yeah, Um
0: No, nope.
2: <laughs> I was disappointed. Nope. I was mildly disappointed in it. It wasn't. Oh, it man. wasn't what I wanted it to be. Um, oh, we love Pete. I love Pete Davidson. There's something like I. I think his story is interesting, and I think that he straddles the line in this movie where he's like kind of. And, and I, I'm going to kind of cannibalize myself. What I said about it earlier. He's like sadly and sweetly sincere in this movie but at the same time he's super obnoxious to the Uh, point where you very it it, it's very hard to sympathize and empathize for his character and to like root for him as like our main like the person we want to see like you know his journey and get through to the other side it's really hard to sympathize for him he's
0: an anti-hero
2: Kind of, yeah, but he just wasn't very interesting, Mm. and it's just – the the most interesting person in this entire movie is um, Marissa Tomei's character. She plays his mom, and she's like – her story is super compelling and should have been the focal point of this movie, and it wasn't, and because it's Judd Apatow post uh, Funny Funny People – there's mm. no editing going on in this movie at all. Like it, it takes a good it's a good hour before you actually get like the the idea of what's supposed to be going on in this movie. And you you basically push through two hours of this movie to actually get to like 15 minutes of interesting development.
0: It's the yeah. end of the movie. That's, that's like not how you're movies at work. The end. No. How did Judd uh, Apatow go from like this comedic genius? Like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and uh, Geeks. Forty year old virgin. 40-year-old virgin. Um, yeah, that's good.
2: Even knocked up is good. That's the oh, other one yeah. I was thinking
0: of. Yeah, th- those are all like bangers, just one after the other. And then, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Starting with uh, forty. Now, I do appreciate. I do like um, this is forty. I thought that was good, but even that was so meandering, and it's more, yeah. uh, uh, it's more a tone poem than it is it, a it story. Owes,
2: it owes a lot. It owes a lot to knocked up too for kind of already establishing those characters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, th- from funny people on, it's like. People stopped editing Judd Apatow. They stopped telling him to edit his films. And they just – they go on forever. And this movie is no exception. It just goes on forever. And you're like, what is the point? What's the point, dude? What's the point, Walter? (laughs) Uh, So I I would wait. I would wait. If you have like an HBO Max account, I would wait for it to show up there
0: (laughs) and just watch it there or something.
2: Because it is – for me, it would not have been worth the money. Oh, wow.
0: All right. Not at all. Well, yeah. I'll, then I'll watch the other um, Pete Davidson film that's on Hulu yeah. that we were supposed yeah. to do on the podcast. Maybe we per- will.
2: Perpetual Virgin or something like that. What was it called? Oh, my God. <laughs> so far off.
3: Something adolescent, State of adolescence <laughs> was, or something like that? I picked the movie. I can't remember. Big, big
2: time rush. Big
3: time adolescence. Yeah, that's it. Big time adolescence. That's
0: <laughs> such a dick <laughs> I know say it again say it slower oh, wow. oh man well I didn't watch any movies but uh, we've been knee deep in another TV show we started watching uh, started going through oh. Westworld on uh, HBO because I yeah. subscribed oh, to that HBO Max and uh, almost through the first season and really digging it man I like what they're doing I love it. I didn't realize it was based on a Michael Crichton novel uh, rest in peace Michael Crichton but uh yeah I like a good uh, sci-fi. Did you ever watch the Yule Brenner film? Uh, oh the original Westworld. I did not. Yeah. No.
2: You you should check that out.
0: Yeah. Does it does yeah, it deviate? Have it. you seen the show? Does it deviate?
2: Uh, no, I don't know. I haven't seen the show, okay. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't. <laughs> the, the Yule Brenner film was pretty
0: good.
3: Does it live up to all the hype, Joel? That's why I want not because I've heard a lot of people talk about it and say it's really good. I mean, uh, it's like HBO always has good shows. So, so.
0: it's a J.J. J. Abrams joint. So there's a lot of mystery box stuff going on <laughs> where, um... You know he's he's feeding you little kernels, and you're There's trying to like
2: f- cloud monster, and then they <laughs> find the <hangar. laughs>
0: no, It's not that heady, but I mean, uh, th- th- there are things that are going on. You're not quite sure how it's all going to play together. <laughs> heady. And in- <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong show, wrong HBO show. Uh, dun, 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 so I like where it's going. But I'm at the point now where it's kind of like, all right, let's just get to it. Like it, it fe- I'm on like episode six of season one, and it feels like season mm-hmm. three of Lost, where they're kind of spinning their wheels a little bit, where it's like, all right, oh. we get the gist. We know where this is going. Let's just get there already. We don't need these filler episodes. Uh, so yeah. it is f- falling a little prey to the, the trappings of, of some episodic television uh, and J.J. J. Abrams' worst instincts, but uh, still in, still great acting, great production value. And, uh, yeah, want to see where it goes. And then I, I hear in seasons two and three, like, they, uh, it kind of goes off the rails. So excited to see uh, how that all comes together. But, yeah, also, uh, one other thing about HBO shows, which um, I have a love-hate relationship with, it's just I feel like when they're signing these contracts, like, hey, HBO, we're HBO. We're, gonna, we're going to finance your show for, like, three seasons. You can do whatever you want. But we need to see tits. Like, we need X amount of boobs <laughs> yeah. per episode. There's got- Game of Thrones got
2: that out of the way early. <laughs> they're Absolutely. like, got Yeah, okay. they, yeah, they gotta, did.
0: But they're all quota. like that. I know. But they, but even into the final season, they were still doing that. Weren't they? There was like nudity. It's not not, not as,
2: as gratuitously, much. it wasn't yeah. as gratuitous. Like the first two or three seasons was like, "There's tits and there's rape and there's tits and yeah. there's more tits and there's full frontal." And then like it started kind of like, "Okay, we can actually produce the show and a based on the merits of the story." And that's what brought people in. Honestly, like I think the uh, the shock value of like nudity and sex, yeah, it brought in an audience, but not the same people that they would have already brought in. Based on the the story, the strengths of the story, um, because it was the people that they, it was the people that they brought in with like the sex and stuff that didn't stick around,
0: of course, for not. like yeah. th-
2: more than yeah. three or four seasons, uh, and then it was everybody else that they ended up pissing off with the last yeah. season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Westworld what uh, season do? one is is definitely in that uh, gratuitous sex uh phase right now so i'm, I'm hoping well,
2: there's they... a great I mean, it's a great cast i haven't watched it yet but yeah. it's a great cast yeah ed so, harris
0: and um, uh evan rachel yeah. lee cook whatever her name is evan rachel wood uh, james marsden yeah he's great in it um, too
2: yeah he's so good man that guy the, the, i don't think there's very little that he he does badly like even that bad superman movie he was not the bad part about that film Nope. you know he's he's always he's always fun to watch uh I like it. how about you test you got anything you see anything yeah
3: there? i've been i've been making my way through a couple of uh document and stuff actually on Ooh. netflix but uh but i watched this one called the 13th by ava duvernay that's it's oh, actually yeah. a really really it's a I, I talked to joe a little bit about it a couple weeks ago i thought about doing it for the podcast but we don't do documentaries though but check that what? out it's a really good one yeah it's a, well i mean it's a, it's a really good one especially with like everything going on and like i wanted to i wanted to watch it and watch it because i saw the um the new dave Chappelle um short special that he put on youtube i don't know if you guys have checked that out yeah Um, yeah yeah it's really good that's really Mm -hmm. good there too um but because of that like i started watching just random uh documentaries and stuff because they added a new um black lives matter section on netflix oh so check that out honestly if you haven't uh seen a bunch of those different movies and documentaries but another show I've actually been watching, though, that uh, Joe told me about was Space Force with Steve Carell. I told you about it. I, did you tell us about it? We talked about uh, that we, last week. Well, we talked yeah, about yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I remember I, watching I it. Watch. I, was like, I was almost done with it, and I told Tess about oh. it and stuff. We, we we watched. I showed him a couple of scenes.
3: Yeah, he showed me that one, yeah, that one clip. <laughs> and that made you want to <laughs> watch the rest of it? Oh, I watched the entire thing in a day. The, I, I watched it. the entire show in, in in a day. It was hilarious. I,
0: I highly I loved recommend it. it. You both I loved it. it. So
2: really? I thought it was so good, man. Loved it. It, Interesting. Was it
3: was hilarious. All, could... of, all the characters. Oh, John, from John Malkovich. John, John Malkovich. He's great. Oh, my Malkovich. God. He's so Amazing. good at that. Amazing. And then, like, in, uh, Ben Schwartz, you know, John Ralphio from uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from Parks oh, yeah. and Rec. <laughs> it's,
2: it's fuck Tony. It's Tony. <laughs>
3: Hilarious.
2: the episode where the episode where him and i can't remember the name of steve carell's assistant but where they're trying to like
3: bob lay it yeah. down
2: on melania that like they don't want to use her costumes for oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that must have been past episode three because that's as far yeah. as i made it into the show and i just haven't oh, so had a desire to go back oh. to it oh. but, uh,
3: you got to you got to Joel. no go no finish. i don't think i am i,
0: I go I've, fin- I've, go I've got a taste don't go worry ahead. about it. Don't well, worry about listen, it. Listen, does it, have, it Does it have full frontal nudity? Because if not, I'm going to stick with the Westworld for a while. <laughs> you know what? I
3: feel you on that. But no, go back to it. I mean, this this is going to be this is going to be like uh, You had some uh,
2: swagger. Man. I thought you, you were Tom Wayne. Instead, you're Wayne John. Who? <laughs> Who? Wayne John. John. Wayne John. John. I worked with him at IBM. <laughs> he stole pencils. My pencils. <laughs>
3: As they're yelling across the entire,
2: <laughs> John, John Malkovich alone, like his character needs his own thing. He was, was, oh yeah, he was great.
0: He was the, yeah. my uh, my favorite thing about it so far. Yes, easily. Go, easily. go back
3: and watch this. Will this will be Joel's new? Uh, this will be Joel's new Mandalorian. Gonna take him, <laughs> we're gonna just ask him every week if he's watched it. No, <laughs>
2: you know what? I honestly, after getting through it, I don't think it's Joel's thing. I, I honestly, I just think that. Really? Just, yeah, it doesn't really fall in his wheelhouse. Joe, you
0: get it's, me. You get me so well. Yeah,
2: I think so. I think so. I think I get it because I, I will say, even though I liked it, it is uneven. It's an uneven show. Uh, like it's this goofy, goofy comedy, and then suddenly, yeah. like, there's a scene where like Steve Carell's daughter gets kidnapped by some meth heads and like driven out into the middle of the desert.
3: That was weird.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> that was. <very laughs> so it's like. this is uneven this isn't right Uh, and one of the things that uh, Sarah and I had talked about because I had her watch the first couple episodes with Mm -hmm. me and it was this whole like where Lisa Kudrow just like the next time we see her after like he gets his promotion they like skip forward a year and she's in jail and like it's like why? why? Oh,
3: I, that's why? all I was asking for the for the for the second half of the series. I was like, wait, what, wait did, she, did they, they never alert,
2: explain it? You never find out. Oh, never, never find she. out.
0: Glad I didn't but stick she, around for that.
2: Another spoiler: she breaks out. <laughs> she, yep, really easily too. It seems.
3: Yeah, very easily towards like why hadn't she done this? Oh, yeah, until yes. that
1: <laughs> Well, now I'm back <laughs> in, guys.
2: <laughs> that's you sold it. Screams me. to me that they weren't sure if they were going to get more, so they needed to kind of wrap things up a little bit. Oh, uh, how, how do they like, write out Fred I mean, Willard? Oh, no oh, he just oh, stopped oh. showing up. He just hey, that's our tribute. Him. I mean, it's he's. I'll tell you what, though, like he's in up up to like almost the last episode. You still yeah. see him, but but there there's definitely like a you could tell like they had to abort on some plans oh. that they may have had. They uh. That they don't use him as much. He stopped showing up as much in the last couple oh, episodes. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, rest his, in peace, that guy.
3: <laughs> his tribute was the first
2: episode, I believe. Yeah, at the end, yeah, at the end. they're like in, in memory of Fred Willard. Yeah, um, God. Even then, though, super funny. His, his stuff right? was super yeah. funny too. Yeah,
0: but see what I mean? It was um, like really sad to watch him be all frail and. Well, I think he was kind of it.
2: acting a little bit there. I think that was a little bit of playing the part, dude. <laughs> the scene where they're trying to teach the monkey how to. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's the, set, like. uh, the poor dog like, he'll never
3: do this this, is, <laughs> this kid never read.
2: <laughs> like, we have a monkey and a dog which one's better with a drill yeah. <laughs> I'd say the one well, with I the thumbs I
3: would assume the monkey is because he has thumbs <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. All so right, good, well, so it yeah. was. But it was obviously a polarizing thing. Speaking of polarizing films, oh. uh, let's. Uh, let, what, what were you going to say, Joel?
0: No, I'm. I, I'm uh, marveling at your segue. Oh, you were reacting. Okay, yes. this
2: is the editing day on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. I'm
0: Joel. It's and- this.
2: There you go. And we're here to talk about movies, sometimes a good movie, sometimes bad movies, no matter what the case. Every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners. Take part in the discussion right now. Go to facebook.com slash Editing Bay or in the Facebook search bar, uh, put in the Editing Bay, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us and uh, let us know what you think about the movie of the week. And if you have ideas for movies for us to watch in the future, you can put your suggestions there. We'll add them to the list. So uh, this one, Is Tessa's pick, he felt like going back to post-apocalyptic
3: Yes I did I know you went away from it Joe And you were like, you know what, let's get away from it But I said, no, fuck that Joe We're going right (laughs) back to another post-apocalyptic movie Now honestly, I didn't really Think about the fact of it being (laughs) one Until after you said it I was like, shit, well Just get right back into it Well, I picked the 2010, another very, very important year to me. You know how I love 92. I also love 2010 because that's the year I graduated from high
0: school. Holy shit.
3: Actually, yeah. <laughs> that as well. Hey, hey, well, let me cut that part out. It's a, it's a family <laughs> show. <laughs> what? But, no, what oh, well, yeah. Well, fuck it. Then. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave it in there. <laughs> like 2010. And but that's, <laughs> that's how you had your son. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> leave
1: it <in. laughs>
2: Oh,
3: my God.
2: No. This but one goes with all the Tess's baby mamas. Oh, baby and mamas. mama's. mama's. Baby mamas.
0: Mamas.
1: Sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for
0: real. This is our special oh, Juneteenth episode of the editing page. Oh, my God. Jesus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I, think I went ahead and picked 2010's oh, The Book of Eli mm-hmm. because, you know, my last pick was um, The Lobster, which was a Luigi pick. And I picked this one because Keon loves this movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> Keon, you know. I mean, it was either that or honestly, like, Akita or something like that, because you know how much he loves it. God, I
2: love Akira. I wish you'd I, pick Akira.
3: I know you wish. wish <laughs> I, but I did this just to spite you, because you love picking movies that are terrible that I
2: don't like. So, Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, I did do things to do in Denver when you're dead. You like that one? I did like
3: we that did one. But that, was yeah. like, that was, like, two out of, like, 15 by
2: now. See, you that's know? what it's I like, do. I make, you, I, make, I, make you, I make you go through the bad ones, so that, that way, works. when I give you a good one, it's, it's like, even sweeter.
3: I mean, I guess, but I'm already full of all the bullshit. But, you know, like, it's like so much. From here.
2: <laughs> okay, settle down, Passenger
1: 57.
2: Book of Eli came out in 2010, like I said, directed by the Hughes brothers. They gave us Menace to Society, mm-hmm. Dead Presidents mm-hmm. from Hell, uh, written by a guy named Gary Whitta. And the reason why I bring up the writer, I don't always bring up the writers, but this guy wrote like a majority of the Telltale Walking Dead games. If you've ever played oh, that, those no. are fantastic. Uh, also wrote the uh, the uh, Will Smith movie After Earth, um, Star Wars Rebels. He wrote some of that oh. and also wrote Rogue One, a Star Wars story.
0: That's right. Oh.
2: Yeah. The budget on this movie was $80 million Ooh. and uh, it brought in 157.1 million. All right, good for them. Uh uh-huh, yeah. yeah, no, it was it was a success. Uh, other movies in 2010, you had Grown Ups, uh Spike Lee movie called Inside Job, um, which I loved, uh Buried oh, yeah. which I hated. Oh, yeah. Uh Love <laughs> and Other Drugs, The Last Airbender, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, uh Centurion, Shutter Island, Black Swan, Easy A, Winter's Bone, Inception, Ramona Ooh. and Beezus. Uh, unstoppable another denzel washington movie uh the conspirator the town 127 hours charlie st cloud true grit i'm still here the losers Joel hell likes that yeah. one uh the other guys tess likes that one oh, i love it and the social network
0: and and
2: and scott
0: pilgrim versus the world motherfucker.
2: that's right i have that right there Man, hell North yeah the world. 2010 that's right. It was. It was. It was all right. It was an okay year.
0: Talking, we got that and you, Inception. Those are two of my favorite movies ever.
2: But that, I mean, but you, I mean, no, nah, I mean, you look at the list of these movies; it's a little <laughs> unbalanced. But uh, but but yeah, no, Scott Pilgrim, Inception, that, that was uh, that was worth good it stuff. So take us through this, Tess. <laughs> take us through your pick here.
3: All right, so it starts off. Very dark
2: and dirty looking. Mm-hmm. It's always very <laughs> dark and dirty looking. The whole movie, the entire movie, It's damn near it's like in black someone, and white. Someone yeah. went, "Hey, do we have a sepia tone filter? Because we just <laughs> want to show the whole movie in that."
3: Yeah, let's get two of those. Actually, that should look even better, man. <laughs> it's like God. Oh man. So, see, honestly, going into this, I I didn't know what to expect at all. I knew that, well, except for that. There's some. There's a big twist. There's a big twist in this movie. That's what everybody. That's what everybody kept trying to allude to and trying not to tell me about. We
0: should probably Uh, say that. By the way, spoiler alert. We usually don't give spoiler alerts on this podcast because the whole podcast is a spoiler alert. But if you haven't seen this movie and you're interested in it, there is a big (laughs) twist at the end that uh, makes it so. Stop listening. Quite interesting. Stop. Yes. Unsubscribe. Stop listening now and then come
2: back. (laughs)
3: After this episode.
2: So, yeah, the movie the is so ugly, it makes you wish you were blind like Denzel. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: ripping there it it off, And there is the big <laughs> twist. There it is. I was like, what the fuck? I did not see this. I was like, the whole <laughs> you movie? Did, you didn't see him, it? I didn't see him not being able to see this whole movie.
2: So here's the thing about that, though. I don't mind... If you have like a reveal like that, mm-hmm. like I, I guess, and I don't give this guy props too often, but when you think about like a good twist, I think about Shyamalan with The Sixth Sense, oh, where you oh, can yeah. you can go back and watch that movie, and everything that Bruce Willis does makes sense in the context of he is a dead man. He's only talking to Haley Joel Osment, like, but the way that things are staged, yep. the way that they're put together, he makes it so your mind is filling in the blanks, yes. thinking. He's been interacting with people like it is really a masterclass in making a film and putting the twist right in front of your face the whole time and then revealing it and making everybody go what this movie cheats and that's what i don't appreciate about it like there's no way like denzel is reacting to things he's acting like he's seeing stuff he's doing things that only someone who can see can do like he comes running back in the house and he's like they're cannibals we need to get out of here and he's like holding the gun out but then he's like just grabbing it where his jacket is and where his bag and i'm like bro how do you know that stuff is there he remembers he's he's looking he remembers they remember But like, he's straight up. He is straight up doing shit that only someone with sight can do. Uh, And and the cheats that they're trying to like, if you go back and watch it, you could see he's always been blind. I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, you're kind of having your cake and eating it, too. This is kind of and that's that's why, Tess, when you ask, like, why don't you like this movie? This is why, because I feel like it cheats trying to give you that that shocking moment. Uh, without putting in the actual work,
0: he is a bit of a superhero in that way there 's no way he, he, f- first of all, for him to be able to do all the stuff he does anyway, just be a master swordsman and a hell of a shot like you know yeah. everybody else is like stormtroopers shooting around him and he 's just bah, bah, taking them out one by one that stuff is hard enough to do with your eyesight so they 're already kind of setting him up as a as a bit of a superhero as daredevil. So I don't I don't yeah. mind too much when they made that reveal and you're like, "Okay, well, his his other senses are heightened." This is a uh, good.
2: Well, no, I wouldn't mind that either if that was simply what it was. Yeah. But yeah. you have way too many situations in this movie where he's just <laughs> casually able to like see and sense things in front of him like objects and it's it's like I don't think I just can't buy that. You could have been way more creative well, with the that, way that he was doing the
0: that. The problem with that is if they're, if they're more realistic, more blatant about it, then you figure the audience has a chance to figure it out. Joe, did you figure it out? And then I guess, yeah, I figured it out you early did. in the movie. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what gave it away for that? you? Do you remember? Because I, I was fooled. Uh, because he was wearing sunglasses the entire time. <laughs> but everybody was wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Was he was wearing them
2: inside. He wore them indoors. Because uh, he's cool.
0: I,
1: yeah and also because cool. of
2: me, like immediately when they were like he has a book i want it has lots of power and i'm like the bible they're talking about okay the
3: bible. See, all right so yeah that's what i was going to ask if you figured it because there's like those are like the two big things it was like all right it was the bible and then also him being blind the bible right. i figured out pretty
2: well and, and not just that but also because it was a a, a braille bible and that was what ultimately like i was like okay this movie's taking a lot of tropes from like westerns but it's also it keeps trying to zig when you think it's going to zag you know and and i was like what is this thing what would be the thing like the ultimate tragic thing that if like even if they kill him and they get the book what would be the big you know kick to the gut Oh, that they can't read it. Mm -hmm. So at first I thought, well, maybe it's in another language. And then I was like, no, well, Mm. if he's blind, it would be in Braille. So that way, like someone else would have to be blind to be able to read. Oh, and how lucky there's another blind person in this movie.
0: (laughs) So you Uh. were trying to figure the movie out instead of being swept away on a journey.
2: It wasn't Mm. that I was trying. It just kept hitting me. Like I was like, okay, okay. all right. eh, Okay.
0: Then there's this. All right. I mean, the Bible reveal wasn't too much like i didn't even think that was trying to be a secret first of all oh, yeah. the name of the book is fucking called it's, the book of, Eli. Book of Eli. Yeah, the, exactly. fact the fact that it was a braille bible was but you don't that find that out the until the end i'm just i'm yeah. just telling
2: you like i'm telling you like what my my process was that like oh because of this hint that was given to me i kind of i assumed this is where we were going to go and i ended up assuming correctly um all right so you spoiled no, it for it, yourself it, i spoiled it for <laughs> yeah, myself. Yeah, no.
3: No, but it's it, like it's, that is weird it's weird. my
2: fault. It isn't the fault of the filmmakers that made a lazy story. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we agree like, on something. Horribly lazy, composited crap in the background while he's like walking around this like green screen studio. What? Like it was just dude uh-huh. when like when when Denzel's like coming up over a ridge and like you've got clouds moving at like seventy two yeah, miles an hour.
0: That is a problem. The fact that they decided to make all of the clouds moving at superhuman speed like the entire yeah. time was a bit. It, it took away from the illusion.
2: Movies like this were done before with lower budget and done better. And all you had to do is call up George Martin. And that guy could have given you a post a post apocalyptic movie with a, a small budget and it would have been awesome.
0: Wait, did you mean George Miller?
2: George Miller. What did I say George Martin? <laughs> George R. R. A- R. R. Miller. George R. 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 Miller. Yeah. <laughs> George R. R. Miller Martin. He would and he would have probably put a, a talking pig in it too. And it would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but to be to be honest, like it was It was a movie that was trying to like build off of the like old western tropes and the post apocalyptic mm-hmm. tropes, but also kind of give you like some weird biblical message too mm-hmm. and it was sloppy yeah. it was sloppy and unfocused and that was ultimately my my problem with it is you've got a fantastic cast. Like, you've got yes. Gary Oldman and Denzel Washington. Hell yeah. And it Denzel. seems like they're both kind of wasted in these roles.
0: Oh, really? You thought so? I yeah. thought Gary Oldman was great in what he uh, was bringing.
2: Gary Oldman Gary Oldman was basically just rehashing what he did for The Fifth Element. Just a different voice.
0: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? He he does have a couple of moments to shine there. I really like that scene that he gives. Where he screams, everyone! as <laughs> <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> Leon. The, listen to our Leon, the professional episode, coming up soon. Um... No, where, um, you know, Eli has stayed there overnight. He's leaving town. He's trying to leave town anyway. And uh, Gary Ullman doesn't want to let him go because he's got the book and he needs the book. And he's there out in the middle of the street and he's explaining to him, like, the people need. I don't have the words, but if we had the words, then we wouldn't need to use uh, these other methods to, uh, you know, entice people. Um, uh-huh. I, I thought his delivery there was really good. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's a well-written yeah. speech, I thought. Yeah, no, Gary Ullman's is yeah. not going to give you a bad delivery.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what he it, 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 it a from the Bible it, for me. Yeah, he played a yeah. midget. In yeah, what? he played a midget in a movie called Tiptoes.
0: <laughs>
2: what? Yeah, bro. Hold on, I'll send you. I'm going to send you the trailer coming
0: soon to an episode. <laughs> Tiptoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: so. I'm getting. I'm getting from you. You seem to be pretty. Uh, you, you seem to be pretty uh, forgiving of this movie, Joel.
0: Me? Oh yeah. No, I loved it from uh, the moment yeah. I saw it. I, I, I figured the Bible thing out. I did not realize that he was blind, mm-hmm. uh, which. As you mentioned before, yes, there's no way a blind man would be able to do those things. But I would yeah. posit that uh, if there were any more obvious about it, you'd figure it out. And they don't want you figuring it out. They want you uh, just lose yourself in this world, in the music, in the moment.
2: Oh, yeah, you own it, own it, yeah.
0: own it. On it. Because, I guess you know what? I guess I'm in
3: the I guess I'm in the middle then, because it sounds yeah. like you hated it, Joe, and you loved it, Joe. Like, I'm in the middle because that's the thing. I was there for the entire ride up until the big reveal. Because I guess they kind of gave us the whole Bible thing to where, like, all right, this is I guess the twist. But here that he, but like, finding out that he was actually blind in the end made everything just cheap that I had seen up until that point. Like yeah. all the fi- all the fight scenes that before then were like, oh man, he's like Denzel's actually whooping some ass, doing his thing. It's like to think that okay, he was actually blind doing that, and for them to go back and show how, oh yeah, this is how he was blind because of this and that. Nah, didn't be, didn't believe it. Like that first scene where he's telling me, "Hey, if you touch me again, you're gonna lose your hand." And uh-huh. then he cuts off the hand, and the rest the rest of his guys come after him, and he stands in, and he just walks into
2: the darkness. And that's, a, and that's it's how like he well like done fight sequence. Like it's a exactly page really sequence. Yeah.
3: But then at the end of here, like okay, he was to find out he was blind for that, and for them to go back and kind of try to show little snapshots of that, it made. Those scenes and scenes like that, like very cheap. To you me know the end of it.
2: You know what movie did this better? Hmm. Blind, Fury. <laughs> blind Fury. Blind <laughs> Fury. Wait, which I one? I've never that? seen
0: that. Actually, yeah, I was like, did, seen...
2: Didn't you watch it for the podcast? We we did it on the podcast.
0: <laughs> Refresh my oh. memory. Listen to our Blind oh. Fury episode. Rucker Howard
2: movie. The Rucker Howard oh, movie where he plays yeah. the guy who oh. In Vietnam.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, but that wasn't yeah. a twist. Yeah. We knew he was blind.
2: Yeah. Right, exactly. So how about we don't try to shock people with the twist, M. Night Shyamalan. Just give us the story of a blind man who's, like, traversing the uh, the, the wasteland, and we yeah. don't know what he has. Don't call it the Book of Eli. Call it something else. Make it a movie about a blind guy in the post-apocalyptic world fighting people off. And we're like, damn, he's great. Because you know what? Once you get that out of the way, it could still be a strong movie.
0: Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I think you're, you're – um you're zeroing in on uh the essence of this film which is it really doesn't have much else to deliver besides those it, twists at the end it's it's got a it lot doesn't. of it's got a lot sure. of style it's got some great performances but but if you broke down the story like the outline you could probably yeah there's right not a the big that's right. the that's the message. Yeah. To,
2: that's
3: like that's the message and like basically like all the zest around the message at the Which end. Which
2: tells me that maybe some people should have gone back to the drawing board and fleshed the movie out a little bit more instead of mm. we need to, we just what is the purpose of your movie? To show that a guy's blind at the end. Yeah. Like, that's
3: <laughs> <kinda what it's... laughs> that was the <yeah. laughs> <laughs> That was the big like you may,
2: you should have just called this movie Blind <laughs> the, Faith. The blind, blind Book of
0: Eli. Yeah, <laughs> it probably would have worked better, like as a, as a as an episode of Black Mirror or something. No pun intended. Yeah, where yeah. it's like you know, eh, sixty minutes maybe, <laughs> or even like a song. Come on, it's right there. The joke's write themselves. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. It, the, the the twist is kind of the movie, but I think it does a good job of of keeping my interest between. Like I I like the I like the Mila Kunis character. I like how mm. these characters. <laughs> Uh, intertwine wow. and, and how that's like Mila
2: <laughs> just like he said her name and you were like mm. I was like yeah I just like
3: I just like I just like Mina I just like Mila you like some, yeah. you like some Mila Kunis yeah I love Mila you know, um, I don't I, know. her character was okay
0: yeah it was she, cool. it was, she was cool she's actually kind of the weak link in this film uh and in yeah. most things that she's in unfortunately um because everybody else is great, even Jennifer Jessica Beals. I can't remember which one she Jennifer is. Beals. There you go, Jennifer Beals, yeah. <laughs> not the one who married uh, Justin Timberlake. Just, oh, um, not that one. The, the one from Flashdance. Yeah, there you go. Get some water porn on her. Even oh. she, even she's pretty good uh, playing a believable blind person. Um, yeah, but she doesn't have the benefit oh. of sunglasses, so that's how you oh, know. Yeah, from, the, from the L word. Yeah, yeah. Her. There you go. Oh my God. From the L word. <laughs>
3: I know random things, Joe.
2: <laughs> How much L word have you watched?
3: Too much, man.
2: <laughs> and my follow-up is
3: Don't, why yeah. did you watch it? You know why. Yeah. Speaking of full frontal. <laughs> ha, ha yeah. <laughs> Heard what it about. Said count
0: me in. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, my, the-
2: god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: But yeah, the Mila character, <laughs> Solara is her name. She, um, that scene where, uh, she, so she's seen Eli pray once, right? She doesn't quite understand it. She's not sure what it's about, but she, he's, he's made her pray before we eat and she's confused by it. And then mm-hmm. not like 12 hours later, she's going to sit down to a meal with her mom right there in front of Gary Oldman. And he's like, hold them. on, wait, we have to, and it, it was a, mm-hmm. a clunky device in order for Gary Oldman to find out that. Eli had the book. Um, in
2: all the world, in the entire world, yeah. this yeah. one book that he's looking for has come to him. Falls Randall's, well, it's Divine Intervention, Joe. That's right. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not lazy writing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: It, see, that's the, thing. the the writing got lazier as it went along is, is how it felt. Seriously,
2: though, yeah. this movie felt like someone had a really good idea and they're flushing out, but they're starting to get really tired, but they need to finish it before class. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can tell it's about it's about halfway through the movie because uh, anytime like th- they run out of cool things for uh, Denzel Washington to say, it's just like they flip the page of the Bible and, and uh, put their finger down somewhere and just like, have them read this random quote that may or may not... <laughs> Uh, pertain to what Mila Kunis is asking him all these questions and he'll just be like, well, the path of the righteous man was set on all sides. (laughs) Oh, okay. I, oh, I wonder why he's saying that. That's my shit. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I got a little lazy and heavy handed there, uh, as well. Oh, definitely. definitely, I could have used maybe a little more, uh, exploration of what is religion like in this post-apocalyptic world are people even believers anymore like delve into that a little bit
2: that would Mm. have been awesome because then we could have explored more why like gary oldman thought that if he had a book yeah he would be able to control people and stuff like okay let's see that i I understand the origins of your plan but let's flesh that out a little bit and see like how how do you exactly plan on like enacting on that how do you plan on activating this step three profit Exactly. Yeah, and, and like maybe maybe making the the villains less two dimensional in this.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, I will defend that because uh, the character Redridge, I thought had a little more uh, uh, depth to him than he needed to for a right hand like actor man. Yeah. I like that
2: actor, by the way. I think he's Ray Stevens, I think mm-hmm. is his name. Yep. Stevenson. He's super good. He played the uh the Punisher. The he's the, the last person. Well, besides John Bernthal, he played the Punisher in the film right before John Bernthal took over yep. the role. He's
0: in the Thor movies and, as well. Uh, he's yeah. in
2: the Thor movies, that's right. He plays one of the heroes three. Um he's so good. And what else has he been in that I just saw recently? Um
3: uh, The Three Musketeers. There you go. The three Musketeers. Tears! <laughs> oh, <my God.
2: laughs> no, well, kill was, the Irishman oh shit it was something else I can't remember it now but uh but, but yeah no, he's he, he's a good actor a good presence um and uh yeah I enjoy him
0: he has a bit of an arc there too you know he, he's not just uh taking orders like he has wants and desires and yeah uh, he just wants to be with uh, Mila Kunis and get, get in line yeah that's right
2: oh you know what he was in he's in the other guys oh is, is he, he? Yeah, he plays the uh, the the bodyguard for the the villain at the end of that movie. The like, the, there's the um the the gangster that's trying to kill um Steve Coogan, and oh. he, he plays her bodyguard. Yep, there he is. Good call. Good yes. pull. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Okay. That's
2: right. Yeah. He's he had a big year 2010 that came out this year. Yeah, he did.
0: Yeah, he did. Well, he good on him. Him. well, I liked yeah. him here, and I even like uh, his 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 death scene. It's a little bittersweet. Yeah. He was a, he was a good villain. He was I mean not
3: a not a villain, but he was a good character in that side, on uh, for mean, that side because I, I mean, mean he was
2: trying to he was trying to get his hands all over an underage girl. But you know well, other I
3: than mean that- that's the thing, for the role he was playing. You know <laughs> what was I mean? She underage and though, Joe. The, and the depth
0: that he was <laughs> trying to have with it. <laughs>
2: I'm under the impression that she was in the context of this movie. I think she was. Yeah. Well,
0: he, she's already been whored out before apparently because uh, yeah. Gary Oldman just sends her into a seduce. She- Eli and yeah. uh, she's she, she acts like she, this is not her first time at the rodeo,
2: yeah. I know, man. It's post apocalyptic world, you have to do what you have to do. Okay. You know who I liked? I liked that woman that we saw, we saw a couple of times where like she worked with the uh, these uh, Reavers, like they would use her as bait. <laughs> oh, yeah, and like she'd be like hooked up to a cart or whatever, yeah. and they'd use her as bait to get people to come out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed her. She was pretty cool. I didn't know what else to call. Them. What do you call? That's them? exactly what they are. No, you're right.
3: Yeah, I was like you getting on me for liking the for liking his character. Her character was a terrible person. She's yeah. she's she set Eli up for
0: for uh, bullshit twice. But then again, yeah, twice,
2: twice, <laughs> okay, twice.
0: Dude, Dumbledore's in this movie. Dumbledore, yeah. Uh, and yeah, another uh, Harry Potter actor plays his wife. She was in uh, uh-huh. Goblet of Fire. Oh shit! She was the that head was for Dumbledore. Uh, yeah, it was. Fucking yeah. wielding a shotgun. Oh, yeah. wizard, wizard oh, with a shotgun. Yeah. Wizard oh, with that, a shotgun.
1: That,
3: that whole... That whole <laughs> I didn't see that Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> <That's> the prequel. <laughs> oh okay. Got to watch that.
0: That that whole scene right there, where the where the house blew up. <laughs> I fucking was, love that.
3: I love that
2: too. That was a I, I could see. I could have
0: used of more of those characters. See, that's what made it feel like a like a TV series. Like that. That would have been yeah. like one episode in this mm. series.
2: Getting back on the uh, the Harry Potter thing, I meant to ask this. Oh, yeah? um, you, you guys see the fallout with J.K. Rowling?
0: No, she do something no. stupid. Yeah, uh, what happened? I, what happened? To
2: her? She she um <laughs> she started talking about how like you know only a, a, a woman. I, 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 I want to paraphrase it, but I don't want to misquote it. But basically. You know, saying that transgender uh, women don't count as women—that um, mm-hmm. they don't understand like what it's like to, to live as a woman all their lives—and that kind of pissed some people off. Oh, damn! And I was—I was curious if you guys had heard anything about that. No, I hadn't heard anything about that. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? I, I saw there's there's a few there's a few people that I know online that are uh, big Harry Potter fans that are mm-hmm. they're kind of kind of pissed off, kind of turning on on old JK.
3: Oh, they're are they? Everybody's like talking about
2: burning her books or what's no, going no, no, dude, that's the Nazis. They did that. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> but Joe, she made
0: Dumbledore gay in the huh. books. How can she be anti-LGBTQ? Uh, yeah, I don't,
2: I don't I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. I I have read any of them. I'm gonna find the none Oh, you, oh, you're trying to find it.
0: Here we go. She, she said, uh, "When you throw open the doors of bathrooms and changing rooms to any man who believes or feels he's a woman." And as I've said, gender confirmation certificates may now be granted without any need for surgery or hormones. Then you open the door to any and all men who wish to come inside. That is the simple truth. That that, that is such a lazy argument, an intellectually yeah. lazy argument to make. Yeah, yeah. And it's the so same one go. that, like, our senators
2: are making. Congratulations. Oh,
3: so yeah, she, she yeah, so she does deserve that scrutiny. <laughs> a <little> yeah,
2: bit. <laughs> yeah a, a little bit.
3: <laughs> oh, no, it's like everybody's making statements that. They're getting screwed. I mean, man, Drew Brees, man. That's my favorite football player. Oh no, what, yes. what did he and say? That's, like, my that that's my
2: quarterback. That was my quarterback. you're gonna start hurt crying. Me.
3: I cried that day, man.
2: I Get cried your popcorn ready. What did he oh, say? Man. Well, he was
3: just basically showing that he, he basically explained white privilege and everything. Oh. Like he should he showed white privilege basically, like telling everybody how you know that all the protests and everything that's been going on. Well, he basically just equated it to thinking about it being against the flag when from the beginning, that's not what that's not what this was about at all. Speaking of intellectually lazy. Exactly. And it's like someone who's played football with, you know, with like black and brown people since he was a kid that you would you would expect more empathy and stuff. That's why it's just like to see that hurt. And now to well, hear J.K.
0: Rowling, I love those books. They're basically <laughs> the same person.
3: Yeah,
1: man.
0: I, I would expect it from well, Drew Brees, though, who's uh, not necessarily a scholar. One would argue. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just, yeah.
2: I just sent you guys another link talking about people who aren't getting it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys saw this yet or not. The Have you seen the the celebrity? I take responsibility. Oh, at? I hate these.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh, my, oh my, oh my God! Yeah, Sometimes I saw that. But less is more. But the one that the one that I saw, I don't know if you guys know the comedian Gary Owen. uh, Yes. 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 Oh, I love Gary. So he he's a he's a white comedian who's notoriously been known to be in the uh, black community. He's always like toured in black clubs and everything (laughs) since the early like nineties and everything. So he did a spoof of that video you just sent us where he's like, Uh Oh what? Y'all want to start talking about this now? I've been with these people. He's like, Why am I even in this video? It's just like two minutes. (laughs) It's like 2 minutes of him just cutting himself in there. I'm going to send that to you. Okay, I
2: I've, I've got it up. I pulled it up. But oh, send man, it hilarious. send it to Joel. Send it to Joel oh. so you can see it. Oh Jesus. Oh, right. up. This all that's hilarious. what the show has turned into.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> just sending each other videos. Each
2: other videos on YouTube. Hey, check this one out. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> well, all this does is like give ammunition to like Fox News and all the people who keep talking about Hollywood elites and liberals, and uh, like it, it's totally playing into the stereotypes. Like, don't not well, it's everything. Like,
2: stop making it about you. Yes, yes. thank you. you. Yeah. Nobody asked. Exactly. Exactly. And, and instead, you know, I was telling Sarah, I'm like, you know, what would have been a better commercial, a better ad. If you want to support, like, have these celebrities like either not saying anything, just like their faces, mm-hmm. and then at the end, just text, "We're listening," or yeah. they could all say. We're listening. We're listening. Yeah, I'm listening. Stop talking. You know, like, stop talking. Stop it. It's not like these it's faux sincerity, like of, of these people, like on camera. Like,
0: I take responsibility. They're serious voice. Yeah. Oh, and even the thumbnail you sent—it's all in black and white. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stanley Tucci—he's all like, "I promise to never let anyone make a joke in my presence." I'm like, <laughs> slow down. Stanley Tucci, uh. slow down. Let me, you know what, Tess? Let me ask you, is that what you want? Is that no, no, no? I'm being, I'm being is, I'm like, is that what you want? Is that what you're looking for? Oh, is this
3: that segment again where I gotta make <laughs> <laughs> a reminder? I mean, the video, like, we don't want videos and stuff like that. <laughs> that it, it's just it, like, to be completely honest with you. To to see solidarity, to see that everybody's like standing in solidarity, solidarity is great. That's yeah. what we do want. Okay. We want people to understand, but no one will ever understand how it is to be black and brown in America. Like for for white individuals, we under we get no. that. That's why people who are trying to show like yeah, you know this and that, it's, you're missing the whole point of everything. It's you're making it about yourself, like you said. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To where yeah. it's just listen and show us that you care and that you that you don't that you see that something's going on that's the biggest thing that everybody that a lot of people are trying to act like oh but there's not a problem we don't get why you guys are upset about this or that why you're going why you're championing behind this 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 specific person or this or that and it's not just this one person it's all of it that's been going on for years and years that's what we're trying to get people just to acknowledge,
2: okay. right? And and I just assume like people being the, doing this performative ally stuff isn't helping, no, at all.
0: No, okay. No. But, Tess, what if I update my Facebook profile photo to just like a black screen? How's that? You know, can I do it? If,
3: if you do it on the days <laughs> that, we've, that, that we've all gotten together and said <laughs> that we're doing protests like that, yeah, that helps, you know. And then you know, just also still just posting different information that you see every now and again. That's also good, but it's do what you can, but understand that it's not just a fight that you yourself is going to win. You know about, what I mean? It's not about like, me, no. exactly.
2: Well, what yeah. are you talking about? You need my white help to help you out, like, <laughs> exactly. No, It's like I.
3: It's like I it's, it's like like a, I. it's like I need your white help, but it's like. <laughs> it's like it's like I It's like I definitely do need your white help, and I need you to help get the other white help that you know around you because, you know, you know, white people know more white people. So <laughs> it's like that's kind of what – It's like that's kind of – that's why it's like – that's why we want people to acknowledge everything. It's like uh, white people, you know more white people. We can yell and scream about it as much as we can. I don't know, man. As we, as we has been, but –
0: Sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I tell well, you what, man. If I could just – if I could get away from like – if i could get away from the the i'm more woke than you are competition yeah. right now that mm-hmm. in social media uh like there's there's a handful of folks that like i cringe whenever i sign on cuz oh, it's yeah. like bro i get it i get okay cool you're saying all this stuff what are you going to do and it comes down to that yeah. i mean I, what am huh. i going to do i what what have i done N- nothing you know i've i've used words but i don't know i guess i'm i'm not trying to I'm not trying to make people think that, you know, I'm more socially aware.
3: Yeah. And you're also not, you know, adding to the problem as well. So.
2: Well, we kind of do. <laughs> Joel and I kind of do. <laughs> it's like
3: you guys poke fun. You guys definitely yes. poke fun. I, but, I love mean, at the end of the, It's like, exactly. At the end of the day, <laughs> Look, you guys are gay. I
2: just gay. need you. As I need you to absolve me and validate me. Yes. Okay. Well,
3: I can't, Joe. So it's, it's like, I can't. It's not my job. You know, it's my job to talk to you about the Book of Eli. There you go. That's, <laughs> so, that's how we
0: can help, Joe. That's the, the difference we can make. Exactly. Yeah, about Denzel talk about more, Washington.
3: More black
2: movies. You
0: that's know? right.
3: <laughs>
0: Next week, Dolomite.
2: Whoa.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, actually, that's a good movie.
2: Wait, no, the original, or are we talking about the Eddie Murphy? <laughs>
3: either one. Man? Both. Oh, okay. Both
0: are good. We're going to do a double, double feature a and then compare feature. and contrast. A double Dolomite. A double Dolomite.
3: <laughs> no, that'd be hilarious, actually, if that is actually Joel's pick. That he's like, you know what, man? <laughs> I've been thinking about watching this movie on the podcast. <laughs> it's called Roots. <laughs> it's
2: called... <laughs> you guys ever see Undercover Brother? Oh, yes. Yeah. You, ever <laughs> seen the
3: movie? Dude, you know, there's <laughs> a two. Apparently, we yeah, yeah. went straight to
2: Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's I <laughs> think it's uh, Michael J. White. Uh, I think plays him in the, in the second one. But like, yeah. there's this there's this bit. It, it's reminded me these past couple. Years, it's reminded me of Neil Patrick Harris, who's like a white intern at the Brotherhood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and and what in one scene he comes walking in, they're having a big meeting, and Dave Chappelle plays like conspiracy brother, and uh, <laughs> and at some point Neil Patrick Harris comes walking in, and he's like just kind of stops the discussion he's like uh guys i just want to say like i uh i saw this movie last night uh, i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's called um roots <laughs> and uh, i just wanted to say uh i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> And, and the reaction uh, to it is beautiful because uh, he's like, you know what? You talk a lot of shit, but you're okay. I'm <laughs> giving you a promotion, and Dave Chappelle just loses it. <laughs> I'm joining the clan. <laughs>
3: mm, oh, such an amazing scene! That, that was Drew Brees, basically. And that- <laughs> <Yeah>, there <you laughs> <go. in> that-
2: <laughs> So, guys, the book, the book of Eli. Uh what what else <laughs> this movie? other than like we knew where it was going to go with like the Gary Oldman thing we knew where everything was going to go uh and then it all ties back to the very beginning where that person is shooting the bow and arrow killing the cat
1: mm-hmm.
2: now this whole time like the first time I saw the movie I always just assumed that was Denzel it just hit me watching it this time that that's the Mila Kunis character
0: <gasps> oh you think so you think it's a flash yeah. forward
2: it's. I think it's. It's that she oh. kills the cat, and then it flashes back to Eli and Interesting. how basically the and whole story is point. about how she got the book of Eli.
0: Mm, I like that. Although we do then go right to Denzel eating a cat. So, right, but he, we don't yeah. know the same one. No, that's true. A lot of, a lot of uh, hairless cats running around this <laughs> post-apocalyptic world, I, apparently.
2: Well, I have to believe that, or else that stands to reason that Denzel killed the cat in a way that <laughs> only someone... Like, he's wearing a gas mask that yeah. only... Like, you can't hear anything in those gas masks. So how are you going to sense that a cat is 50 <laughs> yards away and kill it with a bow and arrow? That's a good point. Like, that's, that's, there's no way. There's no way. I well, think so, I, I choose to believe that that's the Mila Kunis character.
3: Well, so that makes me that makes me wonder then. So, so if that is the Mila Kunis character, do you think they were, they were thinking there was going to be a sequel to this because how it ended with her walking off into I mean not the sunset. But, yes, I, mean, I think
2: there is. Oh is yeah. There? Yeah, I think there. Hold on one second. Let me oh, is, there a,
3: is there a book of Solara? What? <laughs> <laughs> <Is, laughs> <Let me see. laughs> I, I see. they gave all they gave all you know like the the classic setups for a sequel they ended yeah. up with her walking off and I mean her saying oh you know what I've now got to go off and do my own thing basically
2: or whatever she said at uh-huh. the end of it. that so was exactly it
3: that, I feel like that was exactly verbatim that, <laughs> yeah. that, that thought I, thought,
2: I thought Mila Kunis was on the phone with us right now oh, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you Thank you very much. Although, I have to believe though, uh, like she's not gonna last two minutes out there. I mean, she may think she's all badass <laughs> and you were all tough girl when you were hanging around with Denzel, but now you're on your own and you, something bad's gonna happen to you. I mean,
3: but she can at least see though. Yeah, she so... can see, but I haven't seen her wield a machete.
0: <laughs> you know, show me That's your true. skills, Mila. That's true. She
3: she def- she definitely did not. I mean, think about when he left her in that hole. That was like she didn't really. Finn too well for yeah. himself <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, yeah.
2: Man. No, so they never they never did. Yeah, it was never meant to have a sequel.
3: I, I thought wonder why. I mean, it made a lot of money. I wonder, because, I mean, they set it up to where there'd be a sequel for it. But If, if they wanted they to have did.
0: a sequel, they should have done uh, a little more time casting that character then. Because, again, Emily Kunis, I still think, is the, the weakest link here. Yeah, yeah. They would have, they would have definitely had to come up with a better character for for in the sequel. I want to hear more about those cannibals, man. I, I like the uh, the little cannibal side story that in this future, uh, there's just a certain percentage of the population who started eating each other, and uh, you get the shakes. That's why every every yeah. time he he walks into somewhere, he's got to show his hands and make sure he doesn't have the shakes.
2: You know, and I didn't I didn't catch that until they were hanging out with the old people. Oh yeah, and then. She she was like, "What's going on? What's her hands are shaking." He's like, "Yeah, he, that happens
0: when you start eating human flesh or whatever." Yeah,
2: is that is that true?
0: Yeah, apparently that's based know. on a real thing. Yeah, if you wow. uh, if you eat enough of uh, brain and spinal column, it'll uh, it'll give you the shakes. That's phase wow. one. Really? Yeah. So uh, wow, let that be a lesson to that. you. Uh, Want to be cannibals phase out one. there? It's you find young cannibals. Fine young cannibals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: fine young cannibals. <laughs> She wow.
0: makes
1: me shaking. <laughs> oh,
0: No, I just set oh, my dog man. off.
2: Man, dude. So, uh, so yeah. So there's that's this the shakes. book of Eli. That's the book of Eli. You guys have anything else on this? Oh nah, no, man. All right. So, would you recommend the book of Eli, Joel?
0: Well, you know my answer is yes i uh for all its shortcomings I still think uh it's it's a fun story even if you even if you know the uh, actually going back and watching it a second time knowing uh that he's blind because w- w- I did not figure that out I don't try to figure out movies when I watch them I just let them wash over me uh, okay cool but <laughs> but, <laughs> but um going back and and they did put uh a few clues in there. You know, There's he, he trips over uh, some stairs, uh, and uh, there's always—you think he's he's reacting to something he's seeing, but there's always some sound design that when you go back and realize, oh, he was actually reacting to the sound of the the gunshot or something. It wasn't that. Uh, when he's sleeping and the sun starts to come uh, and shines on his face, and then he wakes up, there's always a sound that wakes him up. It wasn't the—so uh, there's a, some misdirection there. So I appreciate that. Um I, I, and I know it's, it's almost black and white with how uh, drained of color it is, but I, I, I like that look. Uh, I, I think there's some great cinematography going on. I think there's some great uh, um, action scenes going on. And uh, wow. yeah, some, some uh, stellar performances from a couple of Oscar winners. So uh, um, what else do you want? Well, I would not
2: recommend this movie. <laughs> uh, I think to say that this movie has great cinematography, I think, is a stretch. There are some good shots. There's some tired shots. There's some good cinematography. Above average it's uh it's yeah. sloppy i think yeah. some of the, i think some of the cinematography is just as sloppy as the script writing and it starts to deteriorate <laughs> as quickly you know what there was one bit it was when they're having the uh the gunfight at the old guy at the old couple's home yeah and mm-hmm. like there's that one shot that tracks as the yeah. bullet goes into the house the Michael Bay. oh yeah 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 What's going yeah. On in the house it comes back out i thought that was really creative other than that there was the fight under the overpass mm-hmm. um and as Denzel was leaving, and like the gunfight in the middle of the street, I thought yeah. like, oh, that's that's pretty good, pretty inspired. Go. Three good
0: action sequences. What do you want? Yeah,
2: exactly. So what do I want? I want an entire cohesive <laughs> movie. Is what I want, and uh, that's why I would not recommend this movie. I feel like it takes, it tries to take what we love about westerns and post-apocalyptic movies, action movies, and even movies that give you a little bit of a faith message, and it kind of gets them all wrong. Uh, and, yeah. and, and like, you know, I've seen plenty of movies that maybe they haven't tried to put all those elements together and that might be part of the problem too. But like, there are so many other movies. There are so many better Westerns, so many better post-apocalyptic films, so many better Denzel action movies that yeah. you really shouldn't have to settle for this one. <laughs> well. Enough. I would recommend it, yeah, after all that <laughs>
3: after all that, but ba- but barely <laughs> barely to be completely honest because when I weigh everything, it did do more good did bad. that's the reason why I would recommend it, because, like Joel said, I mean, there weren't okay, they weren't great shots, but they were good shots, and the action scenes were amazing but it just came to what i guess or i guess this will be a little early for me saying this what it did wrong was which was basically just the ending and the whole big reveal because that to me like i said earlier just it cheapened the fight scenes it cheapened the story and made you understand how yeah as we went along in this you guys didn't know what the fuck you were really doing with this (laughs) it was just kind of oh let's just we've got denzel so Let's just let him go and do some Denzel and do some be Denzel do some dope shit with it, and that should save us for the end of this movie. And let's just end it home. So I would recommend it, but with the caveat that hey, you're not gonna like the end. Just yeah. so <laughs> that's what I it's like that's
0: <laughs> what I'd say.
2: Okay. All right. uh, what, what did the movie do right?
0: I'll go. I'll say. Uh, you know, it's lead character got fucking Denzel Washington, man, and he uh, he always brings it home. I don't think he had a, a weak moment in this film. Uh, I think I think maybe a lesser actor would have made me not like this film uh, mm-hmm. be- because of all the shortcomings you guys mentioned. But uh, I I believed him, and because of that, it made me believe in in this world and everything else that went on. Okay, Tess, I'd have to say I guess the
3: best thing for me probably uh, I like the fight scenes. Like that first that first scene, the, the underpass scene. I like I loved it. That's what drew me into the movie and why I could understand. Like, oh, this is probably why like Keon loves movies like this because you know <laughs> he loves anime. We love we love action movies and stuff like that. So seeing that scene because that was that happened how quickly into the That's movie like I wanted one of
2: the first ten minutes. Yeah,
3: yeah. So it's like that draw. I was like, okay, damn, we're about to get into some shit here. So. Seeing that and the other, I didn't really see too many bad action scenes. Like they were, I liked them more than I can remember. So I guess that'd be the best thing that they did for me.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess what this movie did right, uh, I have to echo what Joel said: Denzel Washington, uh, mm-hmm. also Gary Oldman. I think that yeah. if you if you got if you have a movie, you got these two guys playing your lead roles. Like that's a good thing. I think yeah. the material that they were given. Uh, yeah is is wanting finds itself wanting extremely uh badly but it's it's still a great job pitting these two against each other i just wish to god it was a better script i wish it was a stronger movie that we got to see these two start to face off um but, yeah, your, your casting in this movie is pretty spot on. Even uh, Mila Kunis, who I think I love more than Joel does, obviously. But I do have to admit, every time she speaks, I have to get the image of Meg from Family Guy
0: out of my head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Almost every time she speaks, I'm like, shut up, Meg. Um, She'll always be but... Jackie to me from that 70s show. <laughs> what? What, <Jill>? show? <laughs> you know, that 70s show. <laughs> uh, all right, so what did the movie do wrong?
0: Uh, i think um the the religious tones could have been uh delved into a little bit deeper i think um you keep the same plot line you keep the same uh, uh overall story and and world but all i needed were maybe a few more scenes to kind of flesh out where we are with religion in this post apocalypse it's supposed to be like the year like 2047 or something right uh yeah. and and i'm this movie kind of Posits, okay, hey, nuclear wars happen. Population's been wiped out. We've resorted to cannibalism, and you know we're raping and pillaging each other. How does religion play a role in that? What's happened to who are still who are the believers? Um, you know, like you said, how does Gary Oldman even know about the Bible? How does he know that it might have that it would have this power to control? Yeah. Get into some of those themes a little more, and it would have elevated this from you know a B minus to maybe an A minus. You know, it's
2: funny that you, you point out that this movie is supposed to take place in, like, 2040-something. I have a hard time just believing that we would have devolved as a society. That, quickly? that, that yeah. quickly? Yeah, you say
0: that, but look at the last four years here.
2: Yeah, but I'm looking at the last three months. And, like, we had a, <laughs> there you go. a global pandemic, and it seemed to really not slow anybody down. So yeah. I kind of I, – I feel like you – know, and, and that's a very petty complaint that, like – I just don't think we would have gotten there at the, in that amount of time. I, I think you could have made it any arbitrary year, but to think like this was 30 years later after yeah. the movie was released, yeah. I'm just like, uh, I think I think you're still holding on to some of that the bastions of humanity. I I, I feel like people wouldn't have forgotten about the Bible in 30 years, in like 30, what? yeah. What's this the, book that you're talking about? What are you doing? You're praying? Like, okay, come on. Yeah, yeah that's, what, on. that's
3: why there was, there was weird that there was like no big group that was really trying to find the Bible. Like he was, you know, how, how the ultimate character was and how nobody knew what it was called and that's what it was used for. That's, that was a little weird. So. Yeah, yeah. Tess, what did it do wrong? Oh, the big, Bro. Him being blind at the end. That's oh, what it come did. on. That's what it did. Be, that's what it did wrong. I was like, what the fuck? You like literally, here's the thing. Literally, at the end of it, even if he wasn't blind, you could have still done that to where it's like, oh, he's just been with this book for so long that I guess he knew how to read Braille. That that's that's how it somehow happened. If that had if that had come out, oh, but him being blind just fucked everything up. For uh-huh. me, for the rest of the movie. Because I couldn't believe it. It was too unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I think that's the thing that this movie did wrong. Not the fact that he was blind. I think the fact that you tried to, like, you did everything, everything <sighs> to try to make that the big reveal at the, the end. Instead of, just, yeah. instead of just making that the way it was. And I think then, had you just done that, you, you open yourself up to making a much deeper and more interesting film. That, like, the whole thing could have been, like, but you're blind. How can you do this? I just can't. Yeah. Like this is someone who has faith and it's like he, that he would lean into it. Yeah. He leans full into his faith and that's why he's, you know, rewarded for that. Uh I think that they they missed a huge opportunity all because they wanted to look clever instead of be clever. Yeah. Uh yeah. so if we were going to remake the Book of Eli today, how would we do that? I'm telling you right now I have two different casts. I have a comedy version and I have oh, a straight up a straight up remake. So uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven recasts.
0: Oh, as do I. Cool. Probably all have the same people, don't we? Tess, what do you have?
3: I apparently have nine people. Holy
0: crap. There are even nine people in this movie.
3: (laughs) Apparently I did some extra people that did not matter.
2: Okay. (laughs) Well, well, first off, I want to blow through my comedy version of this. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Okay. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. my, my, My comedy version would feature the cast of 30 Rock (laughs) (laughs) eli would be played by tracy morgan (laughs) Uh, oh my yeah Carnegie, (laughs) the bad guy obviously played by alec baldwin oh yeah solara solara would be played by katrina bowden who was also in tucker and dale versus evil uh redridge played by jack mcbrayer (laughs) claudia the the mother played by tina fey uh and then george and martha played by Will Arnett and Jane Krakowski, uh, respectively. Oh, that's
0: great. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) It's my book. The book of –
2: I'm blind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Um, All right. Okay, so – Nine people did I do.
0: Yeah. Who's who's on the bottom of your list test? You don't Uh, have a theme,
2: do you?
3: No, nah, I don't. Good. I just I was all over the place. So, um, the engineer character in this, for some reason, uh, I put uh Mickey oh. Rourke for that for oh, that the role Tom Waits
2: character. character. Ooh, yeah, about him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't cast him either.
3: And also George, who which was who was George George one? is
2: the old man in the couple. Ah, yeah. The,
3: okay, so for George, I went with John Lithgow.
0: Nice. Yeah, I love character. that. I love that.
3: And for. And for his wife Martha, I went with Jamie Lee Car Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, right wow, right? That's, <laughs>
0: that's great! Oh, she kind wow. of looks like her too.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's that's honestly what oh, that's really go. good. A lot of my recast goes from people who, as soon as I see them, they just make me think of other people. Man, that's but not a lot back in the
2: day. She doesn't look like her from back in the day. Oh, day, nope. yeah, she doesn't.
0: Deserves- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Joe, did you recast those two characters?
2: I, I recast Georgia Martha. Yeah. Um my Martha would be played by Angelica Houston. Oh, and my George would be played by Ian McShane.
0: Oh, I like that too. I went with yeah. uh, Tom Wilkinson and uh, Tilda Swinton in
2: those roles. Nice, that's good. That's good. Very cool. And you kept them British. Yes, British. I did. <laughs> Very good. All right, who's next on your list, Tess?
3: Um, next I have the Mart's character.
2: That oh yeah, the, uh... I don't yeah. think I cast him either.
3: I want John C. Riley for that
0: character.
2: Wait, I realized while doing that, that I realized who, like, you knocked
0: my cat off the bar. Is
2: that yeah? Is that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's
0: that's. You know how many? I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do Steve Zahn in that role because that motherfucker look like Steve Zahn
2: That's pretty good. I guess you know what? I'll go with Jack Black. Oh nice, nice.
3: <laughs> I realized I was like, I just love John C. Riley so much that I just cast him in random random so things good. all is. the
2: He's time so good did you guys recast the mother <laughs> oh,
0: yes i did claudia uh, yeah, claudia yes claudia?
2: Mm-hmm. okay who do you have for claudia
0: i went with rashida jones oh i love nice. that yeah. i went with the uh, yeah. marissa tomei okay uh, uh i went with bridget moynihan bridget moynihan, bridget
2: moynihan. she's on blue bloods
3: I know the name. Let me see. Know she's, uh,
2: isn't she uh, married to. Um, to what's oh, her. Name? her. Uh, from the Patriots, uh, Tom Brady? Isn't she with Tom Brady? No,
3: that's um, Giselle's <laughs> no, no, Giselle. No, yeah, she's Giselle,
2: Giselle Bunchin. But I thought she was with him before Giselle got with him. Yeah,
3: I just saw a picture of him with her. She was apparently with him beforehand. She was yeah. also an iRobot. Yeah, she was. I love yeah, that movie. And- in the John Wick movie, in the first John Wick, apparently.
2: Yeah, you know who else is in John Wick? Ian McShane and Angelica Houston. Oh, really? Tess
0: figured out my... my oh, Rica I see what's happening. Oh, oh. oh, I see what's happening. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah, you're right. And there she is with Tom Brady. Yep. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs>
2: okay, okay, that's nice for her. Before Tom yeah. Brady fucked that mattress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that
3: commercial... <laughs> All right, who we got next? The next person on my list is the
0: Red is the Redridge character. Yeah, I did him too. Who do you got? I went with Dave Batista. Ooh, nicely done. I went with Carl Urban.
2: Wow, Hmm. Uh, I went with Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne is Redridge. Old. (sighs) I mean, you know what? Do you what
0: are you going to do? It's supposed to cast younger. (laughs) No. I don't feel the need to do that. <laughs> yeah, you don't see a age or a gender or race, do you, Joe?
2: That's right, mm-hmm. because I'm blind, like Eli. <laughs>
3: <laughs> see by faith, man. See by faith.
2: See my, see uh, my faith.
3: <laughs> so uh, the next one is the uh, Carnegie character. Yeah. I went with Aiden Gillen, otherwise known as Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Oh, or. Yeah. Amareva Gold from Peaky Blinders. If either of you guys watch that, I don't know what the fuck you just said,
0: bro. <laughs> fuck you, baby. He's just making up names now. I'm just a great show. I went with uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan for Carrie uh, Oldman. Only a little oh, younger, okay. but uh, got that oh. swagger.
2: Uh, obviously, my Carnegie is going to be played by Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh yes. Oh.
0: there you go. Yeah,
3: what Keanu's not Eli?
0: is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> look, man. <laughs> Hey, speaking of that, did you guys awesome. see that uh, Bill and Ted 3 trailer that uh, posted sure earlier did. this week? What do you think about oh, that? Oh, yeah. He, just a yeah. Teaser. Joe told me about that. It's not much. Yeah.
2: You can't really judge much from it right now. I mean, there's nothing about the teaser that's, like, really blowing me away, but it does delight me, the fact that these characters are back, and uh, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll probably see it, but uh, I'm starting to feel sad a little bit for everybody involved. I kind of feel like Keanu is just poor uh, throwing poor Alex Winter a bone. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. winter bone he's like right, i don't really need you know i'm filming john wick 4 right now i don't really need to be doing this but uh, okay for for old time's sake buddy we'll do a bill and like, sure,
2: <laughs> since that lost boys 5 movie didn't pan <laughs> out <laughs> <let's>... oh, <no.
0: laughs>
2: but you know i'll, I'll see it i mean yeah I'm, yeah i'm totally down I, I i'm looking forward to it uh right, who's left i only T- have T- two T- left Tess, have you ever seen the bill and ted movies
3: yeah, my brothers. Uh, my brothers maybe watch it like made a me. while back. Well, I mean, they told they told me about it, and they're like, "Yeah, you got to sit down and watch this." So I was like, "All right." And this was years it's ago, art. and I don't even really remember. Him. <laughs> but I mean, that, so I'm that, gonna have
0: to. That first go one's a classic. That first one's a classic, but the second one I, I thought was a big disappointment. So uh, it's gonna you, take a lot to bring me around.
2: As much as I agree with you that the first one's a classic compared to the second one, I enjoy the second one a lot, and hmm. for. Only for one reason. The, okay, yeah. Back back in like the early 2000s, um, Pizza Hut used to do like this dinner and a movie promotion where if you bought if you bought pizza, you had like there were like four or five DVDs. I remember you could that also have added to it, and I ended up like getting all of them. And one of them, what, what, dude, it was a time for the rebellion. Uh, <laughs> one of them was Bill and Ted's Movie Journey, uh-huh. and I watched that movie. Over and over and over again Because it was like one of Eight DVDs that I had at oh, the time yeah. And so I kind of I don't know if you want to call it like Stockholm Syndrome yeah. I've I've In that meet like I ended up kind of Loving the movie so much so that when I Saw this trailer for the new Bill and Ted movie And I saw that William Sadler yeah, Was back as death. death I kind of silently cheered at my desk Oh yeah well so, you know they
0: fucking put him in that trailer For that very reason like he was The best yeah. thing about that sequel yeah certainly yeah, not the little station aliens that are embarrassing
2: station.
0: i hope they don't bring them back jesus
2: <laughs> oh of course they're gonna bring them back no how are right. you dude they may not be the most loved part of the second movie but they're one of the most popular parts are they like, you think so dude who doesn't know station who's seen a bill and ted movie like they don't have a, like a long legacy of films to pull stuff from <laughs> so it's a good point if you're if you're going to do kind of a greatest hits, it's kind of like, did you see um, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot yet? I still
0: have not, no. Okay. No. So I will.
2: When, when you do eventually watch it, he pulls from a lot of his other projects, even stuff that isn't really good, but just well-known. He he pulls from it. And I kind of feel like this new Bill and Ted movie is not going to elevate itself above that. Like, <laughs> it's going to do the same stuff. All right. Stay tuned. Right. Coming
3: so, soon. Go to the check. So...
2: We've got uh two more to cast here. Sure do. Yeah. we got Um the Solara character.
3: I went with Sarah Highland, who is a Haley Dumpy from the Modern Family. Modern family. family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nicely done. Mm-hmm.
2: I uh I recast it with Ruby Rose, who uh oh. she was obviously she was in John Wick, but she was also she played Batgirl on the CW or Batwoman on the CW until right. just recently. She just quit. Um I heard about and that. And so now they're trying to scramble to find out what they're going to do with that show now because it's been renewed for another season.
0: Oops. What was the reason uh, behind that?
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I, I still don't know, like, creative differences or something, but she left the show. Mm,
0: bad bad mm. times. That cat yeah, Batwoman, Yeah, man. whatever. Uh, Who's your solar? I, I went with uh, Alicia Vikander. Thought she could play that. Oh, movie. yeah. Tomb Raider. And somebody uh, who, uh, yeah, oh, oh, by the way, caught that movie, the remake, uh, on cable. And uh, not, not bad. Better than the... Uh, angelina jolie version i would say but uh and that, yeah i told you it's it's better
2: than those but at the do you see what i'm talking about there oh yeah straight out of the like, game it's well straight out of the game but it's this like female empowerment movie until the very end yeah. when she still has to be saved by a man of course well you know and, wow. and i'm like come on guys like she's doing a really good job up until this
0: point but I, uh, but I do buy her as a, like if you want to make a book of Eli sequel, like that's a badass chick who could go from damsel in distress to mm-hmm. I'm holding my own, and uh, I, I would I yeah. would watch a, a book of Solara starring her. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty
2: cool. All right, that okay. leads us uh, to to Eli.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
3: I decided to keep it in the family and go with his son, John
0: David Washington. Goddamn you! Not I did the, the same thing. Washington. I did the exact same thing, and I also yeah, yes man. mistakenly thought Isaiah Washington was his son until I Googled it.
2: Isaiah Washington, Common. I was going to go with Common for my for my uh, Eli. Oh,
0: there you go. Of course, common, of course.
2: Dude. All right, cool. So if you guys have any ideas common, on uh, how you would recast the Book of Eli. Uh, if you have any uh, thoughts about the movie that we didn't touch on, you've been screaming at your podcasting screen, you can go to our Facebook page, go to facebook.com slash Editing Bay, or in that little search bar on Facebook, go ahead and type in the Editing Bay. That's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that. That's where you can talk back to us. Let us know uh, what you think. And if you have ideas for movies for us to watch in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there, and we'll add
0: them to the list. We've also got a website, Rachel. We sure do. It's not the Editing Bay. It's not Edit Bay. It's EditingBay.com. Please go. There in bookmark it. Anytime you want to know Anything about this Little podcast here You're going to find it On EditingBay.com You're going to find uh, Links to uh, all of our Past episodes We have an archive Section there We make it really easy To subscribe to You can subscribe Through uh, Apple Podcasts Or I think I have A Spotify button there If you've got the Spotify's uh, you can find us there. Also, uh, a link to our Twitter handle, which is at. The, what are you, you furrowing your brow for? We're on Spotify. Sorry, sorry up. I, we're might, I might
2: lose the internet connection okay. again. Please yeah, hurry up. <laughs> um,
0: if you also uh, follow us on Twitter, you can follow our Twitter handle at The Editing Bay. Um, it's, it's been a little dormant here. I have to apologize for the tardiness of these episodes as they've gotten uh, longer and harder to edit. Uh, but i'm i'm getting into the swing of things and hopefully we'll get back to one a week instead of one every uh, 10 days or so
2: <laughs> Bro, but we've got some catching up to do have you seen friend of show uh ryan jenkins in his new podcast that disney uh the, yeah, the, the princesses Princess
0: yeah he's spitting them yeah, out like every like, 3 days that
2: motherfucker not not just that but they are they like are active on their social media like constantly posting like hey here's another thing about the making of bambi hey here's a thing here like I, my hat I is off we need the dude is hustling. We, Tess, you should be doing that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if only one of us uh, were posted a lot on Facebook, it could uh, harness those powers for good. If only yeah, I could man.
2: think of somebody who does that.
0: <laughs> yeah, if only some asshole we knew. <laughs> if
2: only I knew.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all that and more on editingbay.com.
2: Please leave us a rating and review on your podcasting app. Five-star rating would be fantastic. Uh, And then leave us a review. Let us know what you like about the show, uh, what you like that we're doing. You know what? If there's stuff that you think we could improve on, it would be helpful. Go ahead and let us know about it. Uh, Just make it five-star criticism, and we're all good. Because you know what? If you leave less than five stars, you know what you are? You're a hand-shaking cannibal. Yeah, you are. Not like you're shaking hands like being polite. Like your hands are shaky like in this I feel like I have to qualify that. But, uh, Shakes, man. It's <laughs> <That's> very insensitive, <laughs> you Joe. You, you eat people. You're cannibal. You're filthy. Ugh. And you know what? You're going to end up in a pit in front of an old person's home, in front of Dumbledore's Dumbledore. house.
0: Wizard with a shotgun. Yeah.
2: That's right. <laughs> starring <laughs> st- Starring that Dutch
0: actor. Uh,
2: I almost said Yul Brenner twice. What the hell was his name?
0: Uh, 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 Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> no. Stellar
2: Stella Skateboards. <laughs>
0: Stellar Bell- <laughs> verge- <laughs> star skateboards. Fucking Roger Ru- 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 Hauer. There you go. Yeah. Can-
2: all right. So, guys, please put it- put me on my misery. What are we doing next
0: week? Uh, well, it is my <laughs> pick, and uh, I got a lot to choose from here. Um, but uh, I-, I-, I think we're going to take it a little easy. I'm not going to choose one that's uh, hard to watch or-, or easy to make fun of. This is uh, this is an enjoyable film, uh, and one that I just revisited. Uh, showed the wife. And I wanted to get her opinion of it because it's one that I've loved since it came out, uh, I think, back in 1999. uh, Starring uh, one Jim Carrey and uh, Laura Linney and uh, Ed Harris talking about The Truman Show. Uh, A little behind the scenes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ever seen The Truman Show there, uh, Tess? Yeah, I like that. Do you like that? Uh, Joe's shaking his head, so I'm not sure where he's going to come down on this. But uh, (laughs) I like the hell out of it, but uh, there's a lot to talk about with that film. A lot to unpack. Um uh, am not sure how, how uh, history views The Truman Show, but uh, we'll find out next mm-hmm. week on The Editing Bay. Joe? Why can't you guys pick movies with ninjas? <laughs> oh, my God. Or I'll pick a ninja
3: wrestling movie for you, you jerk.
2: Pro-wrestling ninjas? <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> you jerk. No, hey, uh, so, uh, Jeff, thank you very much. Yeah. Tess, good job. Even though it wasn't my favorite movie, that was a good pick. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was a great pick Tess keep, keep it up More of this And less of the lobsters I, I do it for you Joel I, I do it for you that.
2: Jeez Joel always a pleasure Pleasure's all mine <laughs> I'll see you guys next week uh, We'll see you next week For the Truman Show And if we don't see you Good afternoon
0: Good evening And good night <laughs> <laughs>